0: This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 2046. No complaints. Vocabulary for pet peeves in English.
1: Welcome to the All Ears English podcast downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host. What is your pet peeve? Today, find out how to share the thing that annoys you most and learn why this can be a great way to get to know someone through a vibrant English conversation.
0: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals.
1: Excellent. I'm psyched to be on the microphone with you, Aubrey. It's the best part of the week. So no complaints. Yes, no complaints. <laughs>
0: no complaints. I have a question for you that's related to a listener question we got. Do you have any pet peeves, Lindsay?
1: Oh my gosh. Oh, I wish I had taken a second to think about this before we hit record. I do, okay. I know I do. And I and I I'm drawing a blank. You, I yours have and you, have asked you ask me. <laughs> this happened
0: just yesterday. I'm gonna share one of mine. And it's probably one of yours, but you haven't thought about it before. Yeah. When you're on hold. And there's like music, but then there'll be a voice that says, thank you for continuing to hold. And every time I think it's the real person answering the call so right. that I'm like right. ready to talk. And then, oh, nope. And then it goes back to hold music. Like, why can't it just be hold music so that as soon as I hear a voice, I know the call's been answered. So, so I don't have like, to pay such close it, attention.
1: Been, so you're almost talking to a robot, but you're like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, just a machine. Oh, and I get pulled so often. It's He's frustrating.
1: So, <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, on that same note of uh, making calls into customer service, a pet yeah. peeve of mine is when I do make that call. And let's say I, you know, someone resp- someone answers at the top level the the most general level and they ask mm. they take my information my name <sighs> my phone number and then they transfer me and then that information hasn't been passed through their system so I have yes. to say it again and then maybe again I'm like why can't you guys sync up on that information <laughs> right, right. It be or even easy. worse if
0: it's not even just your information but you're kind of sharing the whole problem the whole, the whole story thing. and then they say okay let me transfer you to someone who can help you I'm like oh.
1: that's the thing <laughs> that I need to start pivoting around right because I'll go right into my whole story like so we just funny. had uh, we just got contacted by an insurance company in uh, California for my aunt's house that they're trying to discontinue her insurance Ugh. California is going to have a major issue with insurance in the next few years, by the oh, way. No. And so I told my story to like three levels of customer service, right? <sighs> I went into the whole thing three times until I got to the person who actually needed to hear the story. <laughs>
0: so, Which is yeah, funny. No. I'm just thinking, I bet that customer <laughs> service person is like my pet peeve is when someone tells me their whole story without bothering <laughs> yes. to find out if I'm the person that can help them. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> true.
1: I know because sometimes I feel very like uh, socially oh, unaware. Right. right? When Sorry. they're like, well, let me transfer for you.
0: <laughs> I should have asked if you're the person that can help me. My bad. Right. We
1: need to pivot around these things. Oh my gosh. We so love this. Con- really, this is going to be such a fun episode. That's yes. why you guys should hit follow right now. If you're feeling like you like the vibe of this episode, hit follow because that means that you are the right listener for Allers English. We believe in connection, not perfection here on the show. And we show you how to connect like we are right now on the microphone.
0: Yes, absolutely. And if you're not following, you've missed some amazing episodes recently, including the first part of the answer to this question. One of our listeners, Carol, sent in a question. She was asking about passing the bar and pet peeves. So we talked about that one in episode 2042. Check it out if you missed it. And her question was actually inspired by another episode, 1908. So there are just so many great episodes you're missing if you're not following. So hit follow right now.
1: Yes, hit that follow button. So let's get into
0: what pet peeve actually means. First of all, just lay out the groundwork here. Um, Right. So So this is just something that you find a little bit irritating. You can have pet peeves about yourself, right? (laughs) Something that you find you do you're like, Oh, it's my pet peeve when I am late all the time, maybe, or it can be something irritating about some someone else.
1: Yeah. I wonder where it comes from, though. Pet peeves. Why pet? Like, there's really nothing about my dog that bothers me. I think he's perfect.
0: So, why? That's a good (laughs) point. Why does it have to do with pets? No one's bothered by their pets. (laughs) Maybe (laughs) if their dog's like really like barking all the time at people or something, maybe it came from that originally. Yeah. I don't know. The word peeve is, we sometimes use it as a verb to say that. Peeved me, meaning that irritated me. I feel like right, it's or. getting a little less common, the verb by itself, but we definitely yeah. use pet peeve all the time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That verb might be going out of style a little bit Mm -hmm. right i don't hear it but i do sometimes hear it so that's interesting so why do we add pet we don't know but we do guys so write it down
0: (laughs) yes right Um, and that's just such a good way to connect write down this whole question just to say what's one of your pet peeves i feel like it's a great first date question it's a great get to know you question right yeah and it doesn't have to be like okay let me tell you 20 minutes how many things i find annoying right you can keep it light just share like a fun one like we did at the beginning of the episode.
1: It's kind of a similar question to like, what's your sign? You know what I mean? It's, it is. It's a good first date question, just getting to know someone. Yes. And it's one of those questions. We've been talking about this a lot on Aller's English. There are certain questions you can ask or topics which will allow someone to share a lot about themselves. Right. A lot more than just their answer.
0: It's It's true. You get a lot of insight into like you're saying their values, what matters to them? Are they close to their family? All they have to share is a few sentences about their pet peeve and you're going to have learned a lot about them.
1: A lot. So really cool connection skill today, guys. Now, Aubrey, what about on IELTS? You and Jessica host an amazing podcast over there. Right.
0: And I wanted to Mm -hmm. share an episode that we did not too long ago, episode 803. It was called Don't Get Irked by IELTS. Mm -hmm. This verb to get irked is so high level and interesting. We shared quite a bit of vocabulary for different levels of anger, right? And phrases that go along with them. So pet peeve is more the irritation level. Then there's like annoyance rage. And so we shared vocabulary for each of those. So definitely go check that out. If you're not following IELTS Energy, we have two episodes every week. It's a really great podcast, whether you're studying for IELTS or not for just great vocabulary.
1: Yeah, good stuff. So guys, go on over there and check out the IELTS Energy podcast. Okay, Aubrey, let's get into the second like word expression that we want to share for our listeners. What is it?
0: Yeah, there's lots of other ways to talk about pet peeves, this type, this idea. And the first one is just a complaint, the noun complaint. So this is, you know, anything that is something you would complain about. And it's mm-hmm. always negative, right? You're never going to have a complaint about something positive, something you like.
1: That's true. That's true. Yeah, this is a very straightforward noun. Um, So some
0: examples, right? Do you have any complaints about the service? Right? Yeah, you might hear that at a restaurant, right? If they're asking you to fill out a comment card or at a retail shop, if maybe there's been a problem, the manager might ask you this, do you have any complaints about the service? It's a little more formal, a little more procedural.
1: Mm-hmm. And I love the second example because it's so natural. It's what I used at the yes. top of the show. You said, "You know, how are you?" And I said, "Ah, no complaints. All good. Right, right. life we is use good." This yeah. All the
0: time as just a response to "How are you doing?" It's so much more fun than just "I'm fine." It's such yes. a native, natural way to respond to say "No complaints."
1: Yes, I love that guy. So, write that one down, especially today, right? Um, mm-hmm. Make sure that you kind of remember that and try that out in a conversation to connect, to answer, how are you? Instead of, I'm fine, let's get away from I'm fine, right? And let's it doesn't have to
0: be that. literally true, right? You may actually have complaints about sure, something. Sure. But just yeah. like I'm fine, we say just to mean like, yes, everything's fine. I'm not going to give you all the details of everything going on. It doesn't have to be exactly true <laughs> that you don't <laughs> have right. any complaints. It just means like, I'm great. I'm great. How are you?
1: Yeah. I mean, we've talked about in the past, how, you know, how are you is not really a question, right? It's more of a greeting. It's more of an opener that, and so we need to respond, know how to respond properly. There could be some cultural things we want to think about here. Maybe in your language, it's actually Mm -hmm. a question, right? That depends on your culture. So very interesting. Yeah,
0: Yeah. So this, you, you can know that nobody's going to expect that your, your life is perfect and nothing's going wrong in your life. If you say no complaints, it just means like, I'm fine.
1: Yeah, good stuff. All right. So number three, Aubrey, is grievance. This is a noun. It has two mm-hmm. meanings.
0: Yeah. So. so the first one is a feeling of resentment over something that is wrong or unfair or it's believed to be unfair. Right. And we often collocate with this, this with the verb to nurse, which means mm. to almost like encourage for yourself. Like an example is she's nursing a grievance about how she was treated by the staff. So this mm. sort of means you're dwelling on it, right? You have this okay. complaint, you have this grievance, and you're not just letting it go really quickly. Maybe you're telling everyone you know about it. You're really upset. We would say yeah. you're nursing a grievance.
1: And the idea here is to express that it's too much, right? Aubrey just like, yeah. you should kind of move on. Or take action and
0: then move on, right? Yeah, that's definitely implied here, right? We might say this to about someone else. If we feel like they they do, it's too too much complaining, like they kind of need to forgive and forget and move on. Yeah, then we might say that they're nursing a grievance.
1: Yep. And the second way we would use it would be in an official statement um, of a complaint over something believed to be wrong or unfair. I'm thinking about maybe like an HOA or something would write a grievance yes. to a neighbor. Exactly. Do you have an HOA,
0: a homeowners association? I do have an HOA and I definitely have a list of grievances <laughs> that I have with my HOA because they're very, they're oh, kind God. of busybodies. A couple of the oh, people no. on the board will like come to your back door and like look over your yard to see what? if you have any infractions. So I'm like, mind Are you your business. Yes.
1: Oh, that's so annoying.
0: Okay. It is. <laughs> Our neighbors have a chicken coop, which is actually against the HOA's regulations. And one of the board members is always like looking to see if they've gotten rid of their chickens because they keep fining them for having chickens. Oh my
1: gosh. Wow. They're, they're, they mean
0: business. They're pretty strict they really... to the HOA here.
1: <laughs> so you should submit a list of grievances to the I HOA. Should. I recommend it.
0: <laughs> I think I should. I agree. Yeah. This is a little more, again, procedural, right? You, you might submit a list of grievances to a a boss or to maybe in court, you might have a list of grievances if you're suing someone or, or making more of a formal complaint about something.
1: Yes, for sure. So this does become, goes through some kind of an institution usually. Yes. is kind of an institution. I suppose that would qualify as an institution. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Though I do think that we use, I use this to exaggerate um, in sort of a playful way, right? Yeah. If someone does something, I don't like my children, for example, if they haven't done the laundry for a couple of days, I might say like, all right, I've got a list of grievances, kids, <laughs> <laughs> like to get on them about doing their chores, right? And yeah. it's, of course, not official like that. We sort of use it to be playful and exaggerate oh, yeah.
1: that oh, way. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, guys, it's all about being playful, right? Connecting. Many of the more serious words that we teach you on this show can be turned around and used in a fun way to actually connect and and play, right? We're playing through language.
0: Yes. Someone might say this to you just like, oh, like I have a grievance of whatever it is something you've done. And maybe you're playing a game and you know, you win or you break a rule or something. They might say this, shake their fist in the air and say, all right, I have a grievance here. (laughs) Just like to make a joke.
1: I love it. So good. So let's show our listeners how we do it in a role play.
0: <clears throat> Perfect. In this role play, you and I work at a government agency, and we're looking through a list Ooh. of complaints.
1: All right, here we go. So we need to divide these into serious grievances and complaints that are kind of petty.
0: Oh, it's tricky because it's kind of subjective.
1: Yeah, we need a basis to judge by. Perhaps anything with legal repercussions will consider more serious.
0: Great idea. Awesome. Oh. So we are right there in the beginning. Serious grievances. We're talking about something that maybe would have a legal repercussion. So often, if someone's working at a government agency or for an HOA, they're going to be receiving lots of complaints and grievances. And some of them might be very important and have to be yes. taken seriously. Mm-hmm. And others might be, like we say in the role play here, petty. That's a good bonus word.
1: That's a great bonus word for today. I'm sure that will be in the app. The Definitely. iOS Android app is a keyword. word that our listeners... Guys, if you do use the app, you could
0: tap on that and add it to your power list. But what does it mean, petty? Yeah, I mean, I think unimportant or insignificant and often mm-hmm. in almost a spiteful way. Like maybe a complaint that is intentionally trying to get someone in trouble or have a consequence them for them that is unjustified or yeah. unfair, right?
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. And you, we get this feeling when you get into an exchange with someone and they're acting petty, right? It's not a good feeling. You just, it's not exactly, good.
0: Exactly. Right. <laughs> it is very, there's a very negative connotation here. You would never want to call someone petty if you're mm-hmm. not wanting to um, either hurt their feelings, offend them, or really get them to change their behavior because this is a very negative way to act. It's very much yes. frowned upon yes. where you're acting, where you're taking things less serious than they Mm -hmm. should be or maybe you're being unkind or mean or spiteful over something that is not important that is not a big deal right or maybe you're holding a
1: grudge that would be an example of something that's kind of petty and then you maybe someone's done something to you and then a petty thing to do would be to hold a grudge and then take it out the next time somehow Right. right Yeah. It often oh. comes down
0: to that, you know, forgive and forget any sort yeah. of small infractions, small offenses. If we can just forgive, move on, move past it, then we're going to avoid that petty behavior that might come up if we're holding those grudges.
1: Oh, my gosh. And that really pulls you down, right, too, if you remember those things and you, oh, gosh, awful way to live. Yeah, I'm yes. going to move on.
0: <laughs> so, absolutely. Yes. All right.
1: What's the takeaway for today, Aubrey.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, though we often seek to be positive and, and always just sharing positive things, sometimes a great way to build connection is to talk about something a little more, neg- more negative, like the pet peeves that you might have, something that has come up as far as adversity in someone's life, if someone mm-hmm. has a grievance or a complaint, often they'll need to vent about that. And that is also a great way to connect.
1: Oh, yeah. And again, sharing a pet peeve. You know, We've shown you guys how to keep it light at the beginning of the episode. And then we got a little deeper towards the end of the episode. So you can see how this concept can go across many different types of conversations, right? But just asking someone about their pet peeves is a really nice way to kind of start when you know someone getting to know them. It's fun to know those things, right? So prepare your answer. If you do get into that kind of situation conversation.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Be ready with a fun or a funny pet peeve to share and definitely use this phrase. No complaints. Next time somebody asks, how are you doing? This is a great Mm -hmm. way to respond. Definitely. That would
1: be a way to level up and move to that 99% fluency level. All right, Aubrey, you have a good day and I'll see you next time on the show. Awesome. See you next time. All right. Bye. Bye.